Boom. Reactive. Boom. That's what your hat says. <laughs> it's what my hat says, too. With different booms. Yeah. Uh. We got a lot of variety of boom over here. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We've talked about this in the past, but we're recording this mere moments after recording episode one. Yes. And it puts us in the spot where... The small talk. The small talk. It's harder. It's harder, and I'm so jazzed up. I'm into the story now. It's happening fast. It was a really great chapter. It was another great chapter. I think this chapter. is the hardest I've ever laughed out loud during a chapter of the Hardy Boys. Is I think this was the most like number of times I've laughed Oh yeah, during any chapter. This yeah. was just a, a action-packed uh, or lack thereof chapter. <laughs> a lot of, lot of descriptions of people. That I found funny. Oh, um, the descriptions are fantastic. The characters that we uh, come to have as well is fantastic. There's a few moments as well. We're going back to the first chapter. The boys yeah. were described as excellent amateur detectives. Yeah. And there's a few moments where I'm like, see, they are excellent amateur detectives. <laughs> Nothing but. Uh, right. I mean, well, let's get into it. What are we, we waiting for, David? What are you doing it. with I your know, life, man? I don't know. Chapter, chapter two. two. Police, Police tip-off. Tip okay. Mm. Which I did forget that um, these headings are always the end of the book. End of the chapter? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's definitely a... Uh, Which was good because I forgot that it was called Police Tip-Off, in all honesty. Yeah. So, did so I for once it worked. It. For once I'm not bitter about it. Yeah. Right? It's fine. Because it we're learning anything. to ignore it. Exactly, yeah. It means absolutely nothing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of chapter one, pursuit, the boys were in pursuit. And then a yes. truck pulled out in front of them and they like swerved and, and fell off the road. Yes. So that's where we pick up. Chapter two starts with swerving to avoid a wooden fence. The Hardys windmilled their wo motorcycles violently. I don't know what that means. Okay. Yes. I don't either. Both boys <laughs> flew off as the machines came to a stop in a cloud of dust. Dazed, Frank pulled himself up and limped over to Joe. Okay, I have so many questions. Yeah, let's go. Let's get into. I it. thought they were on a cliff, and I thought they were swerving to avoid the truck. Yes, as was I. So they swerved to avoid the truck, only to swerve again to avoid the fence. Well, they windmilled. <laughs> okay, so they windmilled. It's not a swerve. That's it's a right. windmill. That's correct. You don't know anything <laughs> about motorcycles. No, I know the windmill. The windmill is a full three sixty. That's a barrel roll. It's a barrel roll. Yeah. Or a donut. It's a revolution, not a rotation. Ooh, I like that. That is a t-shirt right there. Another t -shirt. <laughs> that is a t-shirt if I've ever It's a revolution, one. baby, not okay, a rotation. Okay, so this is starting off violent. And yeah, Frank is limping to Joe. You okay? Frank asked with concern. His brother had a bruised forehead and had skinned his left arm. Now... I've made it known on this podcast that I was pre-med for three semesters. Yes. I'm a learned man. Yes. Bruises take a little bit of time. Yes. It's not an instantaneous thing. And if Joe has a visible <laughs> bruise on his forehead within eight seconds of the impact, yeah. not a bruise. <laughs> Joe's just got his little bruise out. kit. He looks at his brother and sees how damaged he is. He's like, Mama, Joe. Little oh, concealer, I'm little foundation. Yeah. <laughs> cover that right up. Let me get my, my finger, <laughs> my fingerprint brush. 
<laughs> I'll get you dialed up, Joe. I'm going to apply it with my pen knife. <laughs> You're stabbing me. You're stabbing me. <sighs> so uh, Joe seemed stunned but managed a weak smile. His bruised teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Through his toothless grin. <laughs> He apologized. <laughs> I just hope our cycles came out uh, came out of it as lucky as we have. So uh, yeah, here they are. First after instincts. The, yeah, is the is the uh, the motorcycle definitely has a concussion. Definitely, there's no doubt about it. And this uh, but next couple lines shows us how materialistic the boys are. I was gonna say, while Joe seems focused like a fool on his property, the motorcycle, Frank is the voice of reason who says. The radio's banged up. That's the issue. Not your brother's contusion. Yeah. <laughs> Not the internal bleeding head. None wound. of that. Yeah. No. Radio. Oh, no. Our radio. The antenna's bent. Oh, Joe needs to wear a helmet, man. This is getting out of control. Yeah. A padded uh, helmet. A too. padded helmet. No doubt about it. Something that says jammer on the side. I'm talking about the <laughs> 90s ones that were like three inches thick. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, those were the best. Which I don't feel like even protected my head. You know how hard that foam was? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were I, not. I feel like it just punctured my brain even more. It was designed. <laughs> Never mind. I can't say it. It's too dark. We're not going. There. Oh, I want to know. It'll be, a, it'll be a bonus. <laughs> go go to our go. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Up ahead, the door of the produce truck slammed. A short, plump man <laughs> with yellowish white hair approached the Hardee's. From his floppy straw hat, denims, and mud-stained shoes, the boys concluded he was a farmer. And right there is my first, hey, good amateur detectives. <laughs> what is See, a floppy straw hat? I have to imagine... Because straw is not really floppy. I, I would imagine straw becomes floppy when it's big enough. Like, like imagine a sheet of plywood made out of straw. That's going to have some flop. I don't know. And it, if your hat is four by eight, it's just going to be limp. But you need limp to flop. I guess that's true. Yeah. All flop a floppy is, limp. A floppy fl limp. Flop <laughs> is limp plus jump. That's all. <laughs> limp Let me plus break down bounce the equation of flop. flop here. Let me, yeah. give, give me a piece of chalk. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> oh my God. You're like Matt Damon. L equals. <laughs> Do that. Do the equation, but with a Boston accent. Which does he have a Boston accent? Yeah, you're wicked smart. Oh, that's right. My boy's wicked smart. Limp. I can't do it, Boston. I can only do the Italian accent. We always do. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to work on Boston. That's next. We yeah, time. We'll get there. Oh, so out comes the farmer. You fellers, all right? He asked. Mighty sorry about that spill. Didn't see you coming. My truck horn don't work nowadays. Hope you wasn't in no hurry. Uh, then comes the rest of this beautiful conversation oh, yeah. with Farmer. <laughs> uh, we were after somebody, but it's too late to catch him now, said Frank. May we, we, may we use your phone? I ain't got one. As he drove off, the Hardys <laughs> righted their... <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So abrupt. So much build up. So much. As he they drove built off. this character up with this floppy straw hat and an equation of flop, everything. By the way, we'll put that like, in. Nope, got one. We'll put the flop equation on a t-shirt. 
Oh, that's a heavy seller right there. To their relief, both machines were operable. Yes. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. That's what we were worried about. So, with concussions and broken legs, they get back on their thankfully working motorcycles. Yeah, floppy hats and floppy arms. Uh, so, they... Uh, they get to Beach Grove, or they go back to Beach Grove, where Cher- Jerry and the cops are uh, finding there's no footprints or anything from Jerry's car that was stolen. They were chasing after Jerry's car, which was stolen. Yeah. Um, after the police arrived, Frank and Joe said they must leave. Classic. I didn't know why this line was here. I don't either. It's a weird thing. Like, I don't even know why they s- went back. Like After the police arrived, Frank and Joe left. That's yeah. something. But to, to word it as they said they had to leave... Like, we well, gotta get they? out of here. Did yeah, they have to leave, or did they something. just say it? Yeah, yeah. They don't want the police to know what they've done. Well, Jerry's also kind of in denial about his car, of just like, well, you know, it was a year old. It was a good one, and it was expensive, but it was a year old. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not that like, big of a deal, guys. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'll <laughs> save up like for Jerry's another ten in years. On this. He's getting the insurance money. Oh yeah, he's taking that. He's pay getting out. the green. He's getting and the, the green. And he's going to give some of it to the Hardys as a gift. You know he is. So they head home. They head home. They go in the back door. uh, And uh, they're smudged, unkempt, with a few bleeding cuts. They hoped to wash before alarming their mother or peppery Aunt Gertrude. Their father's unmarried sister was a frequent visitor. (laughs) That is the most loaded, judgmental line in the book of don't you can't just say your father's sister but you know yeah. she, let's you know remind the audience married. she's not married she can't find a man she doesn't even have kids <laughs> can you believe she's it 35 <laughs> don't give up child. grandma <laughs> you're this nothing peppery woman maybe you're if she nothing. was a little saltier hey hey she is pretty salty we she's find. very salty what is the difference between being salty and being and peppery? peppery i don't know I have no idea. I imagine peppery is like uppity. She's a little bit more salty. Seem, is salty more judgmental? Yeah, you're salty know, Sam. Seems, you're salty Sam. Peppery seems abrasive as well. But pepper is abrasive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But pepper as in like pepper, Pe- pickled peppers. I said peppers. But Pick- I feel like peppery is also just like eh, he's very peppery. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like peppery. How do you say salty? Say salty. salty. Say salty. Yeah, that's how that's we say salty. it. salty. Peppery. You say peppery. Salty. Salty. Yeah, peppery. Peppery. Salty. Peppery salty. We need a shirt. <laughs> peppery on the front, salty on the salty. back. <laughs> but you choose... it doesn't have a tag. So yeah, you can choose Flip which one you want to be. Yeah, this yeah. is good. We need a reversible. I love this choose idea. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> First choose your own adventure shirts. Um, Can it also be reversible? Yeah, obviously. But what's on the inside? Actual pepper. Whoa. So when you reverse it, it's like you sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you do this in my living room? Is this site just jalapenos? Go outside. (laughs) It's nacho cheese in here. You know I have bagney and it burns. Uh, I keep the, the wind keeps blowing these pages, and I look down, and it keeps blowing back to that picture in the first chapter of the boys <laughs> jumping in the water. Is it I a don't clue? See that. 
Ooh. Once you really look at that photo, Ooh. this is the Hardy Boys ghost. I'm telling you, they died. They That's why this experience was so weird. Way That's why the fence was there. They're in the upside down, the world that doesn't exist. The wooden fence. The wooden fence. Um. So Aunt Gertrude catches them, says, you know, what happened to you? And they sort of tell her. Um, but uh, they couldn't repress smiles. Um, they soon dispelled her concern without mentioning the details of their accident on Shore Road. The brothers loved their aunt and knew that beneath her huffish way, mm. she held great affection for them. Mm. That's family. That's definitely that family. That's uh. that's Vin Diesel family right oh there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Family. Yeah. I bet they're, all their dinners are fast. Yeah. And peppery. And peppery. And furious. Also, there's another one where... Uh, who is this? I guess this is a uh, description of uh, Mrs. Hardy, the, the angular tall, angular woman. Uh, no, or is that is, still Gertrude? This is still Gertrude, because we get in a minute. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. So um, later, the boys join the family at dinner. What Their does mother, angular mean? Because in my terms, it, it means something different. And this woman is just some messed up geometry. <laughs> I'm, she's just a series of triangles. I would guess, and and, and speculating here, and I don't know, but sharp w- features. Some people, particularly women, especially in this time, curvaceous or a woman's curve. Oh yeah, yeah, is, is part of our lexicon. Yeah, a curve seems antithetical to an angle. Okay, but Kurt is not antithetical to an angle. Okay, as in WWE superstar Kurt, Kurt Angle. Yeah. <laughs> But curve angles, the oxymoron. Curve angles. Curve angles is an oxymoron. So that, that maybe maybe she's not so curvaceous as she is sharp. Sharp. Yeah. Honed. Yeah. Stay away pointed. from this woman's elbow. Oh yeah. You won't live she to tell the tale. She is just a walking sword. I mean, she's just in there cutting cheese with her forehead. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. You guys need a cheese grater? No, we got a Gertrude. We got Gertrude's nose. <laughs> I'm very angular. Um, I don't want to just read this chapter as we so often do, but this part we do need to read. It is fantastic. Uh, I'll take the first paragraph. You can you can help me with the dialogue here. Oh yeah. After hearing the details of the day's happenings, uh, <laughs> Mr. Hardy announced that he was leaving for New York on business. He left the table before dessert was served and hurried upstairs. Presently, he reappeared, set a suitcase in the hall, and prepared to say goodbye in the dining room. A big case, Dad? Frank asked him. Not big enough, son, the detective grinned. After that last shirt was packed, I had to stand on the case to get it shut. (laughs) The pun brought pretended groans from his sons. In this moment fell in love with Fenton Hardy. Yeah. This is great. the first like it's a dad joke. Break of character from the solemn the the what was it the irrepressible Hardy boys. This yep. is Fenton Hardy, world famous detective being a doof of a dad <laughs> and it's so good. It was amazing. It's it my dad. So it's much your joy. dad. Yes, it's all It's of America's our dad. dad. America's dad, Fenton Hardy. Is that a big case? America's Not dad. big enough. <laughs> <laughs> I had to slam on it to get my shirt in it. Oh, God. Ah. Good man. Dad, I'm hungry. <laughs> nice to meet you, hungry. I'm dad. <laughs> oh, terrible. Uh, the terrible. father went on. I'll be in New York City, perhaps for several weeks. 
That's a long time. That's yeah. a long perhaps. Yeah. Fenton has a side family. I we've know talked we've talked about, about the, this, yeah. but it's the There's truth. There's no way. It's every case, every book, he has gone for multiple weeks. The suitcase falls open and it's like <laughs> children's clothes and dog toys. Like, what are those for? Nothing. It's for a case. Who are these photos It's of, for a Dad? case it's I'm a, working on. I'm undercover. It's I don't want research. my real family to be in jeopardy. <laughs> I want my fake family with my fake hot wife to be in jeopardy. But, Dad, this is a notebook with photos of us that just says, this is my fake family. <laughs> What's going on, Dad? And, and by, You eat. And by, All you do is eat. And underneath my picture, says Joe, it says extra fake son. <laughs> Have you not noticed he's blonde? <laughs> he's not our real fake son. Uh, oh, poor Hardys. So, uh, oh, we add mystery number seven. New case eight, eight. I Isn't thought we were eight? on six after the last one. Yeah, it was six. It is. Six. You're right. So this seven. is seven. Yeah, holy number seven. Uh, oh, I thought seven was the fence. Where'd it come from? <laughs> so the mystery solved. It was in the produce Who truck. Who is this farmer? Why did he drive off as soon as they asked about a phone? Ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> Authority he rode seven. off on his phone. <laughs> a long cable hanging out of the back, just unraveling as he drives away. He's gonna be lassoing sheep with the cordless phone. <laughs> or not a cordless, Jesus. Yeah, I know. I know corded. Authorities there have asked a corded me corded Roy phone. Authorities there have asked me to work on an arms <laughs> smuggling it's case. Corded phone. The line is made out of corduroy. <laughs> you didn't get that. The corduroy phone. It's not good. I it's very fine. much enjoy it. It fits in with Fenton Hardy's jokes. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about flossing your teeth with corduroy. Did you hear about corduroy pillows? No. Yeah, they've been making headlines. No, they haven't. Really? No. No, they haven't. Have they? Are there corduroy pillows? Is this a thing? Is there corduroy pillows? David, have you heard about corduroy pillows? They've been making headlines. Okay, I just can't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Authorities there have asked me to work on an arms smuggling case. The smuggler, smugglers are apparently supplying American criminals with foreign-made lethal because weapons. Because they're lined. Yeah. And when you sleep on them, they make it lines on your head. to your forehead. But what if I sleep with the pillows in between my legs? Leg lines. Leg lines. Thigh lines. Thigh lines. There it is. Sky lines for thigh lines. Ooh, another t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're unstoppable. The irrepressible <laughs> cowboys of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god oh jeez gracious gracious uh, oh goodness so yes case number seven I'm so, I'm so i was caught up on this corduroy thing did you get to the point where uh, the government is greatly concerned over their distribution the quick government drop it's implied yeah the authorities yeah the government I'm just working for the government not a big thing kind of a subcontractor <sighs> for the government yeah yeah. Ever heard of them? The United States of America government. Maybe you've met my uncle Sam, <laughs> your unmarried uncle. <laughs> uh, He's a little salty. <laughs> a little salty Sam. Should introduce him to Aunt Gertrude. Yeah, baby. Uh, 
But so the boys uh, are like, hey, you mind if we take a stab at this Shore Road mystery? Which I love that they gave a name to it already. There's yeah. a bunch of names that they give to it. They already dropped they the Shore Road Gang. That's Shore coming Road up. Mystery. That's coming up. The Shore Road Gang. Yeah. I uh, just lo- I want to see if they have like a little notebook where they're writing down all their ideas. We already used that one. You said this one because already, they've also Frank? been on the shore road in almost every book. Yes, I think the last book was the first one that didn't mention driving along the shore it road. It was some point. the first time that they didn't do it. So they, they all could have left. been the shore road mystery because the house on the cliff, the, the cliff road, it was off the shore <laughs> road. Yeah, they also getting to the water tower from the tower treasure. Shore road. Drive along the shore road. <laughs> Everything goes back to the shore road. They're all shore road mysteries, and that's the mystery. Why isn't this book series called The Shore Road Mysteries? That's a great question. Why is it just this book? What if I lose this power? Uh, and I lost it. By the way, put my car in the garage before you go to bed. Uh-oh. It's in the driveway, Fenton Hardy said. Once again, foreshadowing. Great foreshadowing. Stop too. leaving your cars out, people. <laughs> yeah. We know what's going to happen. There are Every day there have been five Well six so far So naturally the boys return to the dinner table to Continue Always. eating Yes. And uh, who shows up but a familiar voice From the kitchen door Oh Hi Chester. Chet Chester Morton Long time no see Go ahead Give us the we're, we're at the bottom of 14 Yeah flipping 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 Stout good nature Chet Morton appeared Eating a piece of celery. Nice. He had picked up from the kitchen table. Chet's visits to the Hardy household at mealtimes were not a rarity. Once again, this is the narrator. Yes. Fat shaming him. And it does not stop. No, and but at least it's vegetable focused. This is what I like, know this was such in, a great twist and turn. In place of whatever Chet prank yeah. happens in the original book, this like Chet trolling them with vegetable books yeah. is just fantastic and goes on for much longer than you would think it, it would. does. And you know how they normally do ants on a log? Mm-hmm. Where you take peanut butter and you put it in between celery? I said, yeah. Chet's making his own. They're like, what are you putting on that? He's like, oh, this is bacon fat. Mm. He's got a big old pouch of grease and fat with that he's putting in there. some burnt ends. Some burnt ends. <laughs> is mm. that raisins? No. <laughs> That's brisket. It's burnt ends. It's <laughs> brisket, brisket, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Dive right in And it's not celery It's phyllo dough <laughs> So he greeted Mrs. Hardy and Aunt Gertrude They said Hi fellas Chet dropped into Mr. Hardy's vacant chair Which I loved I wish that the room falls silent Like phone stops ringing Like oh, every water stops running like, Did you just hear you- that chair just squeaking <laughs> eeky, 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 eeky. Don't sit in Intense. Bayport's famous detective Fenton Hardy's chair. Instead of like a leg re- recliner when it presses the button, two like machine guns pop up. <laughs> Fenton just always ready for it's war. It's the James Bond chair. The James Bond chair. Sorry I couldn't meet you, fellas, at the beach today. I've been kind of busy with my work. Your work? Joe repeated. Work was not one of Chet's strong assets. Adds but the narrator was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The narrator's out to get him. Uh, he reached for an olive, as Mrs. Hardy said. How about some dinner? I'll get you a plate. Not tonight. Thanks, Miss Hardy. Aunt Gertrude raised her eyebrows. Seldom did the stout boy turn down an offer of food. Classic. 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 So Frank and Joe hid smiles behind their napkins. Finally, Frank urged, Come on, Chet. Something's in the air. 
It's not like you two. Joe was not paying attention. He interrupted to say, listen, I just heard a noise from the driveway. It sounded like a door of dad's car being shut. <gasps> the three boys rushed out to the back porch. Look, cried Joe. A hulking figure was getting into Mr. Hardy's sedan. Another man was already in the car. Stop, Frank ordered in his best German accent. This is, again, like, let's stop the... Like, in the first chapter, it's like, yeah. hey, the speeding stolen car is going to come by here. Let's stop it. <laughs> uh, how? You're, or, I guess he's ordering them to stop. And if this doesn't is, work, I yeah, don't know what yeah, will. Yeah. Uh, tearing down the steps, the boys ran across the lawn. The men jumped out and dashed down the driveway to the street. In an instant, they were picked up by a waiting car, which roared away. The boys gave chase, but to no avail... You mean they weren't able to chase the <laughs> roaring car to no avail? What a surprise. Uh, no. Well, this is the 1950s where cars could only go about 10 miles an hour, right? <laughs> yeah, that top speed. That's how they worked. With the wind. With the wind, yeah. They opened up their sail and everything. Yeah. Identification was impossible because the driver had put out the lights and the license number could not be seen. Ooh, smart. Very smart. They thought of everything. They did, didn't they? Pretty daring thieves, Chet commented. The boys hurried back to Mr. Hardy's automobile. Finding no damage, Frank drove it into the garage and locked the door. These guys sure had nerve trying to steal a detective's car, Chet remarked as they re-entered the house. Any special reason, do you suppose? So they start to, there's a bad speculation of they probably didn't know dad was away and thought this would handicap him should he be working on the car theft. Which is so stupid. Yeah, they would know he's away. That's why they showed up to steal the car. How did he leave? Were they not just like watching the house? It doesn't explain how Fenton left. He's he, there. No, and then no he got in a taxi. Oh, he did get in a taxi? Yeah, taxi to the airport. Totally missed that. It happens. Totally missed that. Um, but then here we get, which this may have been our first look at some of the Shore Road gang. Frank concluded, Ooh. filing a trademark, <laughs> hanging up the phone with the patent office. Is Shore Road gang taken? Put it down uh, for We have Frank Shore Hardy. Road mystery, uh, the Shore okay. Road in general. Yeah, 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 but I'm asking about the word gang following it. Nope, it's all yours. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Terry. Yeah, you mind if I pay you in gold? <laughs> <laughs> Under the table. <laughs> mind if I pay you in gift? Uh... Then right back, after, uh, after reporting the attempted theft of the police, the boys went to the living room where Chet proceeded to explain his latest project. And again, I don't want to read this entire chapter. It's too good. But, yeah. It's too good. Go ahead. You can be Chet. I'm studying dietary survival. He took a book from a pocket and tapped the cover. Chet brought a carrot from another pocket and bit loudly into it before tossing the book to Joe. Its title was Vegetable Survival in the Wilderness. Sounds interesting, Chet, he said. But what brought this on? You've always been the biggest eater in Bayport High. Common sense, Chet intoned. You see, we live in a dangerous world, never knowing when our next meal may come from, <laughs> which is our, where our next meal will come from, which I love. He's learning this just so he can eat consistently. Yeah. So I figured to learn a little botany in case I'm ever marooned on a jungle island or too far from a hot dog stand. In other words, herbivorous, her herbivorous, herbivorous, herbivorous survival. Herbi Frank started plant eating for you, layman. 
Chet said, nibbling on a second carrot. <laughs> the second carrot, <laughs> I think, is my favorite part. These aren't baby carrots. These are yeah, long Baby carrots, carrots weren't invented until the late 60s. Exactly, when this the boomers came. This is a full-sized carrot. This is a gigantic carrot. And this is his second one. Yes. That's a, this moment. After the celery and, I believe, the olives. Yeah, he took an olive from the table. Yes. Uh... uh I've decided to live on vegetables and fruit between visits to the museum and library to study. And how long is this going to go on, Chester Morton? Demanded Aunt Gertrude as she came in. No more chocolate fudge cake ever? (laughs) Oh, if this is a movie, the interrogation light just turned on and Chet is just sweating. Chet shifted in his chair and swallowed. I uh, I, I haven't worked out the uh, details yet, uh, Miss Hardy. Uh, it, it it depends upon my further research. Oh, he's thinking about this cake, the double German Got him chocolate with the cake. cake. Oh, the coconut icing. Oh, oh, oh! oh is that coconut <laughs> icing, baby? And the coconut icing is even dipped in more chocolate. Mm. Oh, mm. oh! It's a I don't triple know how you chocolate. Dip icing and chocolate. But you don't. <laughs> it's illegal. It's a fantasy. So they uh, they're they're winding down, and then uh, this one caught my eye. Later, as the boys were listening to a television newscast, the speaker said that the police had not yet apprehended the car thieves. I'm just picturing them sitting on the floor, facing away from the TV. Like, are you watching TV? Why are you they're listening? Watching, they're to watching the, tel- the ceiling fan, the, as they do every night. It's yeah, just, they tie it's little, going around and around they tie around little around. airplanes to it. They just go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very slow ceiling I'm, fan. I'm catching up to you, Joe. No, you're not, Frank. <laughs> <sighs> Telephone rang. J- Joe took the call. That was Jack. He exclaimed once again. We're exclaiming a lot in this book. Oh yes. He sounded upset and wants us out at the farm right away. Okay, sounds like we have another mystery. Well, suspecting a sudden development in Jack's secret mystery, the geographical one. Yes. Uh, the three boys piled into Chet's green jalopy and headed out. I thought it road. was yellow. It was yellow. Yeah. It was yellow. Why is it green now? Mystery number eight. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> New jalopy for Chet. Chet's at a museum. We don't know why he's going to the library to study. He's eating green. vegetables. I don't know. Maybe he's this feeding his car veggies. Down. This is the upside down. You I'm telling you, they're dead. They died. This is okay. I want to take a universe. poll. Did the boys die or not? So they pull into the dirt lane of the Dodd farmhouse, and they saw rotating red lights of police cars in front of the house. Something has happened. Joe exclaimed. Another exclamation. Another exclamation and also another moment that I was like, what a detective. <laughs> yeah. Sees the police cars. Hey, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> I think so Something has here. happened. <laughs> Not nothing has happened. Oh, God. He's quick-witted. He's very quick-witted. And dependable. Yeah. And it wasn't recent because the sirens aren't on. Interesting. Yes. But the lights are still on. See, he's quick-witted. Yes. And dependable. Yes. And he was able to say something has happened. Frank likes to think things through. Frank is not yet declaring that something has happened. No. He needs to think about it more before <laughs> taking action. Lights are on, but they could have done it just as a party trick. Hmm. Yes. Maybe they yes. just got sold new lights and they were testing them. Ooh. Do they know their lights are on? Because the sirens aren't blaring. 
Hmm. All these switches are so close to each other. I feel like please turn off the sirens once you stop. I feel like anytime the car is stopped, the sirens don't stay on. Like if, when you get pulled over, yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll chirp the siren. But yeah. then when, once you stop, like and a fire truck too, as they should. Like they'll leave the lights on, but once you, because it's for cars to get out of the way. But if you're not moving, yeah, you don't need to. Well, you wouldn't be able to hear as they were talking to, to you. You wouldn't be able to hear. Hmm. Yeah, is there is there a problem, officer? Huh? Is there a problem, <laughs> officer? Say it again. After parking, are you threatening me? The Hardys and Chet found Mr. Dodd and Jack standing next to a state trooper at the side of the building. I hope we have a great description. The thin, well-dressed farmer, who had a slight mustache, looked pale and worn. Now his hat wasn't floppy, but his mustache was. His mustache was thin, not it floppy. Was, it was thin and floppy. It didn't say anything about flop here. So it's a stiff mustache. I don't know. How do they know he's a farmer? There's no flop. Well, yeah, they he, they said he's a well-dressed farmer, as where there's no such thing as a well-dressed farmer. That's true in these books, but yeah. that's and that's why they delineated it. They, yeah, that's they, true. they specified. That's true. They it's had a, to call it's it a out. well-dressed farmer. Uh, the Hardys and Chet, Mister Dot exclaimed, forcing a smile as the boys rushed up to them. What has happened? Frank asked immediately. See, not like Frank. No. Not like Frank to be so quick. He would think about saying, Yeah. Maybe I should ask maybe him. Maybe I should deduce what maybe happened. Maybe I should ask Mr. Dodd what happened. Yeah. Uh, Joe's the impetuous one. You know he's impetuous. So, jo- ooh, a little burp. Jack hung his head and pointed to the unoccupied automobile. We've been accused of stealing that car. Stealing. Yes, Mr. Dodd continued grimly. Jack had just discovered this car on her property tonight when all these officers began to arrive. Apparently, having received a tip-off over the phone, there it is. There's the, the chapter title. That we were the Shore Road Thieves. Not a gang anymore. Well, that's this is when I want the Frank to be thieves. like, ah, actually, it's gang. <laughs> Sorry, it's not Shore Road Thieves, it's Shore Road Gang. I actually just TM'd it. Yeah, I just, talk, I just got off with Terry. Yeah. Just got off with Terry. So if you could just take that line again. And when you jot down the notes, everyone, please jot down gang. Old trademark Terry. Yeah. <laughs> hooked it up. Uh, well, TMT. And then a husky, uniformed man. Yes. Approaches the scene. Chief Ezra Colleague. I got very excited. Colleague is back. Yeah, baby. it's been a while. It's been a couple books yeah. since we've seen Colleague. Welcome I mean, back. The last mystery took place entirely Elsewhere. in Montana. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not Colleague's jurisdiction out there. No, but I wish it was. I wish he still followed him. Yeah, instead, we ended up with that crooked sheriff. <laughs> Never trust the. Where were they, where were they at? Lucky load. Lucky yeah. bottom. Lucky bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky loaded bottoms. <laughs> what are you wearing these are my lucky loaded bottoms uh we couldn't have stolen that car on that day sir both dad and i were at that moment uh oh his attention was diverted by an approaching officer in his hand he carried a fishing pole is this your rod son jack stared in surprise yes but then what was it doing in the trunk the stolen car. So, a lot of holes in the story. Yeah, seems like a lot of hunches. It seems like if they, if the thieves planted this car on their property, they could have also grabbed a fishing pole and thrown it in the trunk at yes. that moment. 
And the fact that the Hardys didn't even bring this up to, no, a bunch of people just came to her house and tried to steal my dad's car and drove off. And in the 20s, I have to imagine that all the cops were crooked. Yes. Like there was, there was, there was Not nothing. Not much has changed. They're all being paid with gifts. Yeah. There's gold under the table. That's yeah. how they do it. Yeah. But the, I mean, the, the Shore Road gang, cops are in on that. Cops are definitely in on that. They say, hey, we'll slide you a little bit of under the table gold. You put this fishing pole in that trunk. Easy. 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 But then the other thing is. The, like we talked about this with the footprints in in one of the first books. Like, how many boots could there be? Yeah, how like many how brands distinct, of boots? How distinct is the pattern of a boot in mud? That like, oh, we got a boot print. Yeah, fishing poles have to be like. It's not like like there's a company that makes two fishing poles, big one, <laughs> little one. That's it. That's what fishing poles are. Yeah, it's not like well, this is a Zebco three thousand. <laughs> And that's the 2018. Like, I this know is the, that's a real poll too, like, isn't it? What the Zebco? Yeah, I don't. Zebco's a real fishing company, <laughs> but, but uh, I don't know the 3000. I had bamboo with bobber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it, it's going to be like a twig with a hook and that's a piece all of. It is, is this your fishing pole? Yeah. Like, uh, those are the poles that I grew up with because we use like my grandpa's. Is they this were your all from stick the and bindle? Yeah. <laughs> is this your can of beans? Is this your spear, son? Yeah, it's the one we all have. Yeah. It's the only one sold at the Bayport Fish and Tackle Shop. <laughs> we have more wig shops than we do fish and bait and tackle shops. Is this your wig? There's no way to tell. Is that Harold Morley? <laughs> from the Morley Company? Hamlin. Hamlin. That's it. Harold, Harold, Mor- Harold Morley from the Hamlin Company. And, and it was plant on the uh, window It was cell. a Kaufman wig. It was Excuse Kaufman. Me. That's Excuse what me. it was. Morley was the actor of the Hamlin Company. The Hamlin Company, yeah. Kaufman was Kaufman, the wig maker. Kaufman, dude. Yeah. Kaufman's Shock are red sweet. Hair. We should look into Kaufman wigs. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. We yeah. should make Kaufman wigs. Replica Kaufman wigs. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I feel like I don't have the precision skills to make a realistic looking Kaufman wig. I feel like mine's going to skew raggedy Andy. Well, I think that's fine, but we, we could make one. That's the hair color of Frank and one that's the hair color of Joe. Perfect. So you can wear them to our shows. We'll be made out of yarn. We'll just get bald cap wigs and just sew yarn into them. I should dye my hair, like bleach my hair for whatever we end up. I love this. Whatever we end up. Uh, I like where this is going. Filming. Yeah. Yeah. If our Patreon, which is currently disactivated, yeah. if our Patreon ever gets a thousand patrons and we get to film a scene, yeah, I'm bleaching my hair for it. I'm going, I'm going full Frank. I'm just full gonna, Joe. Excuse I'm, me, excuse me, full Joe. It's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. I am going to make one thousand Patreon accounts <laughs> just gonna, to do this. Gonna, it's gonna cost. Well, at eighty dollars a month, that's gonna be eighty thousand a month. Do you 80, think you can sustain that's chump that? Change. <laughs> I got that in the bag. That's nothing. <laughs> Putting it on my credit card. Make it out to gift. <laughs> <laughs> you accept gold. I, I have a pizza here for a gift, tax free. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's that's Frank. That's me. Smoky oh, McPot. I was just, yeah, Trey <laughs> Dolphin could deliver pizzas better than that's you. That's my alter ego. No, my alter ego, Smoky McPot. Yours is Yours Johnny, Johnny Potter. Yeah, dude, what a great movie. Dude, where's my car? Is perfect. And you know what? We brought it up on the first episode. We brought it up on the second episode. It's a challenge now. Yeah. Because How many they need times to be different scenes. Yes. We can't keep bringing up the same thing. 
The question is, can we get the full Dude, Where's My Car film into this season? The B story of this uh, of this season is Dude, is Dude Where's, where's My, my car? car. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. I mean, if people want to see that, please email me at freakinacage.com. Hi, I'm Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 15 years since yeah, I've seen been. that. It's been. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. I'll never forget. We walked into the wrong theater, and it was already like 30 minutes in. So we had watched like 15 minutes of it before we realized we walked to the wrong theater, and then we walked into the theater we were supposed to be at, and it was at the same exact point where we walked into the first one. What a cool deja vu moment. Yeah, that it is. was bizarre. What time hopping I nonsense. I loved it. So, well, yeah. I don't want to talk more about it because we we, have more, we gotta pace ourselves. We do, yeah. We, we can't gotta pace just ourselves. All the dude wears my car stories. Yeah. But uh what are their names? Chester, Chester and Jesse. You got it. Yeah. And maybe we'll drop a few more when we get to chapter a three. Oh my God. That's how you do it. Oh, my. <laughs> That's how you do it. it smells like snow. <laughs> that was original content from Boom Reactive.